thing. But she apologized to Anne Morrow, Lindbergh's wife, for the Lady Lindy business, and was careful to point out to others that she was merely a passenger on the flight. Not until four years later, when she flew solo across the ocean in her Lockheed Vega, was she somewhat mollified in being compared to Lindbergh. Still, she sought more, not just women's records, but records. Altitude, speed, cross-country, Hawaii to San Francisco, Mexico City to New York, the world at its waistline. In her private life as well, Amelia knew what she wanted and was not timid in getting it. When Putnam wore her down, she agreed to marry him only when he agreed to certain conditions, and she would pursue her flying career without interruption, needed time alone, and would not be housebound or bound, period. Her pioneering prenuptial agreement letter to Putnam even stated that if the marriage didn't work out, they would part amicably. In this biography, author Lori Van Pelt sought out such aspects of Amelia Earhart's character to probe beneath the conventional, intrepid aviator celebrity, and presents an admiring but level story. There is the daring, driven, record-seeking Amelia, serving as pitchwoman for Hawaiian sugar, cigarettes, she did not smoke, a line of clothing, and whatever else was necessary to finance her single, expensive passion in life, flying. There is the scared and sometimes inept Amelia, stalling, ground-looping, and otherwise crashing airplanes and thinking of death. There is the secretive, stern, and demanding Amelia, trying to keep her alcoholic father and her distressed mother and sister together and out of debt. And there is the publicly accessible Amelia, a lovable, laughing, and seemingly carefree woman viewing the world by flying over it. Van Pelt says, I admire her perseverance. From that moment in 1920 when she made her first flight until 1937 when she made the last one, and I love her independence of spirit, her zest for living, and her determination to do what she most wanted to do in life, despite social traditions and the attitudes of family and friends that could have limited her. In 1937, Amelia Earhart decided to fly around the world at its waistline, the equator. Here was a shining adventure, beckoning with new experiences, she said. All forty years of her life, Amelia Earhart epitomized that phrase, shining adventure. It described her heart's desire from the moment in her youth when she first saw an airplane, from the time in World War I when she worked in a Toronto military hospital and heard tales of daring do from wounded airmen returned from the Western Front, and especially after she earned her pilot's wings while yet in her twenties. Even after... She sought shining adventure beyond fame or even happiness. And she embodies the idea to this day, years since she vanished somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Dale L. Walker Prologue The endless black ocean deepened the bleak loneliness Amelia Earhart felt that May night in 1932. The roar of the bright red Lockheed Vega single engine on takeoff deafening and in flight a mesmerizing drone was her only companion as she directed the plane eastward 12,000 feet above the Atlantic. This plane, her second of the Lockheed design, had been thoroughly reconditioned and refitted with a larger Pratt & Whitney Wasp engine, and she felt comfortable piloting the ship, 
It was the same craft she'd flown three years earlier in the first women's air derby. Nor was the ocean a new experience. She had flown with two male pilots in a tri-motor Fokker friendship in 1928, earning global recognition for merely tagging along. Now, sailing above the black immensity, she flew across the Atlantic, alone. Four hours into her journey, the altimeter, measuring altitude, dipped and spun, and the plane descended rapidly. The instrument had not failed her in twelve years of flying, but she knew from her training she could concentrate on the airspeed needle and focus on the horizon indicator to stay aloft. The barograph, a separate sealed device installed to measure altitude, could tell her only of the changes in height she made, but it might prove helpful. About the same time that the altimeter malfunctioned, lightning flashed through the dark clouds, gusting winds buffeted the vega.